You're watching No Go Zone with Henry. Welcome to No Go Zone, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for tuning in. It's good to uh, have you back here once again, Red Ice TV. We're doing this on a Thor's Day today. We were actually going to uh, do it uh, normally yesterday, Wednesday, uh, but uh, that didn't pan out. And then we had some camera issues and then audio issues, compounding issues one after another. Uh, but I think we're good. I think we're in the clear. So thank you for joining us, everybody, for another No Go Zone. Uh, we do have some uh, great topics lined up today. I do want to talk about the uh, SPLC terrorist. This is some of the stuff that people, you know, a lot of people out there have been covering this. But in case you've missed this, it's actually a very important story. I also want to talk uh, a little bit uh, about the, uh, it's Michael Knowles, right? Uh, the Daily Wire. Uh, and he uh, he went after transgenderism. Uh, and there's a bunch of left leftists out there that are now kind of, they're not hair. They're not hair splitting. It's not. That's not right. The right. They're they're equating transgenderism. They're saying you can't separate transsexuals from transgenderism, right? And actually, I think they're right. And the reason why I think they're right as well is for the same reason that you can't separate whiteness from white people, <laughs> right? So actually, th I, th I think, I mean, technically, yes, okay, he's talking about the ideology and stuff like that, but but at the same time, I, it, I'm, I'm agreeing with the leftists for the wrong reason on this one, because uh, that that way we nail them on the whiteness uh, versus white people being two different things as well. So if they're admitting now, right, again, I mean, think about it, we didn't start this, right? They started this like, no, 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 we're not attacking white people. We're just going after whiteness. And it's like, okay, well, what is that? And how do you separate that from white people? You, obviously, you can't, right? So so they're denying it on that front. But now when Michael Knowles did his CPAC speech and goes after transgenderism, they're saying they're calling for genocide. It's hilarious. <laughs> that depends on. He's calling for genocide of... Um, you know, of, <laughs> of, of uh, tra transgenderist people, right? But it's like, okay, but so same thing, obviously then, if you attack whiteism or white uh, whiteness, I mean, choose ism or ness or whatever you want at the end, uh, wh white theology or whatever, uh, you, you can't separate it, right? So so that's, that. can we agree, leftists, that that's an attack on white people? Yes, according to your logic, yes. All right, anyway, so we'll get to that here. Um, Otherwise, uh, yes, join us today then. Super Chats, entrepreneurship.life slash TV, odyssey.com forward slash at TV, uh, rumble.com forward slash user forward slash TV. I'm not sure if that entropy stream is up and running, actually. Because we restarted it, and it's like an old entry. Oh, I don't know how to solve that. Whoops. Okay. We'll see what we can do about that. <clears throat> Maybe they will uh, die and start up later or something like that. We'll see what happens. Uh, okay. Unless I can go in on the back end or something. Anyway, I don't want to get bogged into that right now. So let's uh, let's sort that out later. Uh, anyway, guys, let's uh, let's begin. So we had the little modern art segment. Uh, let let's include that here in the beginning, in case we missed that. I, I got to do plenty of uh, post production work here. But uh, check out this clip here. Modern art is bullshit, and I'm going to prove it by hanging a meaningless painting in one of the biggest galleries in the world. The Tate Modern is the biggest gallery in Britain. And I hate it. Let me be clear. I don't hate the art or the gallery. I hate that they can't accept some things are meaningless. So what happens if I hang a painting on their walls that actually admits to meaning nothing? In order to get the painting in the gallery, I was going to have to use military-grade technology. With security breached, it was time to find a new home for my meaningless piece. And that's when I saw it. The perfect spot. Right next to this urinal. 
I reached into the bag ready to pounce. Nothing could stop me. And that's when security walked in. She walks in on me, painting in hand, and in that very moment, decides to start looking out the window. I had no choice but to act now. The NPC had turned her back and I wasn't going to ask twice. Rip and stick, baby. No sooner had my hands gone back in my pockets, she turned around. She looks at me, she looks at the painting and back to me again, and then walks away. She didn't realise, but of course she didn't, because the painting was just like every other one in here. Meaningless. There you go. Good stuff. I like that he did that. That's very, um, very good stuff. He kind of proves that uh, you can hang whatever kind of shit you want, right? I mean, we've talked about that. Modern art is like a creation of the CIA. They used it as a subversion uh, against Western civilization. We've talked about all those things, right? Uh, so that's uh, that's quite understandable uh, that it, it is like that. I was wondering, though, the Tate Museum, do that, does that actually have Duchamp, Duchamp's uh, the um, urinal? I think it, maybe that's maybe it's like a permanent exhibit there. It's really remember that when they try to uh, push that on Afghani women, they were giving them a, an, an art lesson in like I guess Western art. Yeah, very Western. Uh, but yeah, I guess not. It's a it's a great um, it's a great little troll who did that. It, again, it, it it's like the what was that? There was the wasn't it a child they had paint like you know Rothko or uh, what's the other these degenerate Picasso? I guess to a certain extent. Uh, modern art pieces, right? And it was a, like a kid painting it, and uh, and people couldn't tell a difference <laughs> because it's it's meaningless. It's 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 shit. Uh, it's actually it's a weapon. It's it's a fairly fairly well executed weapon against us, right? That that's what definitely modern art is. All right, so guys, uh, check out this one here. It's a, it's a little bit grifter. Why a little bit? Actually, a lot, and 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 they come on pretty quick, but. Still well played. I do appreciate it. More of this. You want you want a Fauci not to feel, you know, kind of secure out there. He's not someone might give him a smile to his face, but then they up, you know, trolling him or or try to squeeze him out or or show the rest of the world just how unpopular uh he is, right? So this is uh, CPAC uh, conservative Melissa Rain Lively who took a picture with Fauci in DC. Uh, and she gave him the finger, and I thought that's that's good, good job, girl. That's uh, that's 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 at least something, right? I do uh, I do approve of that. He had no idea, unsuspecting, she was giving him the finger. Now the problem <laughs> problem began shortly after. <clears throat> I haven't seen this video. So Melissa Rain Lively's autograph on the Fauci finger pulls in fifty thousand in twenty four hours. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's okay, right? I mean, I really don't care. Uh, someone wants to buy that. Okay, great, great, right? Let, let's see what she oh, says here. In the okay, all right, I got. You. All right, shut up, lady. Let me uh, put up the volume here at least. <clears throat> okay, here we go. Okay, just give me one second. All right. Okay, guys. Uh, so I'm in the airport, and I'm like, people are still asking about these things. We were running into people like left, right, and center at at Reagan, and. Um, I'm signing these things as quickly as I possibly can, but I'm running very low. 
so here's what I'm gonna do. I need, I'm gonna need to print about like a million more of these. I'm, I'm getting all of your messages. I'm getting all of your emails. Like my, my girl Giselle is like, oh my god, like why is my email blowing up on Sunday? Well, now you know. But um, so I'm gonna post my Venmo. If you want priority, you want to be first, and you want to get yours like ASAP. Kick me five bucks back. Give me fifty thousand. Um, and I will make sure that yours goes out tomorrow because it's gonna be like couple days to synthesize everybody who's asking for one. I mean, it's just like getting out of control. So, um, yeah, I mean, like, listen, I'm a business person here, the best in the business. So, uh, yeah. Fuck she's like, she's like, uh, she's like Ben Shapiro. We're not, uh, we're not communists here. <laughs> we're just like, no, I'm not either. But man, that's annoying. Money, right? All right. Okay. So anyway, she made some money on this, I guess, 50,000 right you away. People want to, okay, ah, right, shut up. <laughs> yeah, people were raising the uh, the 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 tea question. The uh, the what well, is it a tranny? I no, I don't think so. I think it's just when you do too much makeup, it just looks like a drag queen. You know what I mean? And that's why you know ladies should just kind of scale it back. Less is more, as they say. Definitely. And if you do too much, that it's no, it's not good. Oh, it reminds me of the we played this actually in the Western Warrior show. Let me let me play it to you guys. Now you you can't even trust any of that shit because now that we have these filters. And they have all kinds of wicked stuff that makes you look like you are basically a different person. Like if you have, have you know, if you haven't over a longer period of time, like seen somebody or, you know, I guess you, you, you trust them or you've met them in, in real life or something like that. Never trust anything you see on the Internet again. Look at this here. I can't believe this is a filter. The fact that this is what filters have evolved into is actually crazy to me. I grew up with the dog filter on Snapchat. And now this this filter gave me lip fillers. This is what I look like in real life. Are you are you kidding me? All right, so you you get it. It's uh, it's pretty creepy what they can do out there. Augmented reality. It's the next big thing. You're gonna have soon enough. You're gonna have glasses or lenses on. You actually want to be able to determine what. I mean, if unless you take it off, like me, you never actually get those things. But I'm saying, uh, generally, people out there, they'll be um, essentially swimming. Uh, in virtual and augmented reality, and then won't be able to tell the illusion apart from from real life, which actually, which sucks big time. All right, um, <laughs> you remember that <laughs> we played that one too? The uh, the lady who she was like toothless. She she looked like she's been on meth for like you know fifteen years, uh, but she had like teeth, uh, wig, uh, tons of makeup and stuff, and it, it was still that like yeah I don't know. It, it's kind of like that lively later that we locked it's just too much you know what i mean it's, it just doesn't look good uh but uh, she took all of that off and it was just like holy smokes it was like a you know how you view up someone's been on meth for 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 15 years that's crazy yeah outlaw i guess outlaw makeup or at least uh it should be some kind of like over a certain amount you know <laughs> you know like you can't put up more uh, put on more physically how about that all right the other big story here, and everyone's covered it, so I just kind of feel, eh, we kind of don't have to uh, do it. And, of course, we we knew this before. This was on Fox News, before McCarthy gave uh, Tucker Carlson the 40,000 hours of uh, surveillance footage from January 6th. Uh, but it's still it's still good, to, good that we get the confirmation to just show how much of a gay op it was. For those of you who did miss this, let's just take a look at this. Uh, clip of the so-called QAnon shaman being uh, escorted around. Actually, let's play the shorter Twitter version here. Uh, being escorted around uh, the Capitol building. J6 
Jacob Chansley became the face of January 6th, a dangerous conspiracy theorist dressed in outlandish costume who led the violent insurrection to overthrow American democracy. For these crimes, Chansley was sentenced to nearly four years in prison, far more time than many violent criminals now receive. What did Jacob Chansley do to receive this punishment? To this day, there is dispute over how Chansley got into the Capitol building. But according to... <laughs> Generous six million, that's right. That's funny. Uh, literally Hitler in chat, so that's funny. Our review of the internal surveillance video, it is very clear what happened once he got inside. Virtually every moment of his time inside the Capitol was caught on tape. The tapes show that Capitol Police never stopped Jacob Chansley. They helped him. They acted as his tour guides. Here's video of Chansley in the Senate chamber. Capitol Police officers take him to multiple entrances and even try to open locked doors for him. We counted at least nine officers who were within touching distance of unarmed Jacob Chansley. Not one of them even tried to slow him down. Chansley understood that Capitol Police were his allies. Video shows him giving thanks for them in a prayer on the floor of the Senate. Watch. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for paying the inspiration needed to these police officers to allow us in this building. Contrast the reality of what Jacob Chansley did in the Capitol building on January 6th, the indisputable facts recorded on video, some of which has never before been seen, with the depiction of Jacob Chansley that you've seen in the media for more than two years. He's a terrorist, they said. He should be killed. Shoot him. Shoot him. Like, if it, you burst into the United States, if he was dressed like bin Laden, would he have shot him? Shoot him. Shoot him. It makes you wonder, who are the violent extremists here? Not Jacob Chansley. And the video proves that. But you would never have known from the media coverage. The people sitting in the chairs need to be sitting in a jail cell. Chansley is in a no, jail that's, cell. That's a homosexual He's been right there for months. If he was in fact committing such a grave crime, why didn't the officers who were standing right next to him place him under arrest? Yeah, so people argue that you know he was a plant. He was like in on this in some kind of capacity. Maybe it's not that intel. I'm not sure what's going on here, but there's something fishy with it. Didn't he go on Alex Jones and? was a big like uh, Alex started screaming at him like you're you're an idiot you're you're in on this or you're I don't know um but then you at the same time you could see a sting operation or even, even someone ahead of time actually being like hired for the role essentially in some kind of capacity right whether that's actually as an actor or uh part of the FBI operation or something like that but then they throw you to the wolves anyway and say, you, you know, you go along with this, nothing, it's okay, nothing will happen, but then you're in jail for four years, four years. And they basically say, if you talk about this, you'll be in there for 40 years, okay? <laughs> so just shut up. I don't know, something fishy with it, but regardless, it proves this. Someone said in chat, yeah, well, it was, shouldn't we have seen this two years ago? Absolutely, of course we should, but they, they covered this shit up, obviously, uh, to keep people... Um, to keep people in the dark, and then they can drag this out, and it's a whole day, and they can whip, they can take out this at, at convenient times, uh, when there's other stuff they need to cover for, then they can have another January 6 revelation, and then we're all you know busy talking about that, and then something else happens behind the scenes, kind of thing, right? Uh, Lycan Warrior over on Entropy says um, a link there. Let me check that one uh, to say that I was absolutely shocked that Sweden uh, is in the same category as South Africa and a few other African countries uh, in terms of rape. Uh, rape rates, yes. Yeah, no, we've talked about this many times. Uh, African countries 
uh, are out of control. And Sweden, especially South Africa and what is that, Botswana, I guess. Uh, and then Sweden. I'm surprised they have this 2023. Now, do keep, uh, look, I'm not saying this is not happening, but do keep in mind that they try to cover up like migrant rape by changing the definition. So feminists now very easily can say, oh, someone sexually you know, harassed me and that's basically tantamount to rape. And it goes down into the statistics. So, so there is a real problem. But then at the same time, they've kind of muddied the water by changing the definition, which is part of the reason why you're seeing this. But yes, it's a massive problem. Thank you, Lycan, for thank you for that wonderful reminder. Just just what I wanted to hear today. No, I appreciate you. Thank you. Uh, McDozer, those filters have evolved because of how much data tech companies uh, have been fed. Here's the big scare. You will not be able to hide anything about yourself in public due to surveillance being built in uh, built by private company data selling to the government private uh, private company data selling to the government yes um yeah i mean it's ubiquitous at this point and that, that's what we said even if you're on social media or not they'll develop probably a a chat bot bot based on you you're, no you're out in public you had a conversation we you know there was the we had illegally we had the sticker on the wall notifying you about that or whatever so we picked up your voice we uh, got your photographs we got your video and now we'll build a chatbot out of you you know and we'll and we'll sell it to your uh, uh, kids and grandkids and their kids uh, after you're gone or something you know it is crazy crazy times Ted Kaczynski is uh, look is looking as crazy as things are he's looking more and more sane uh, every day when it comes to uh, Tom, comes to tech, right? Now, I wanted to play... Okay, let's see. Oh, yeah. So, let's do this. Let's play... Um, speaking about homosexuals, right? We uh, we talked about this. Let me play this clip. See what you guys... Uh, see, guys, what you think of this great masculine hero here. For the construction, I'm rebuilding my mansion. You'll see when it's done. We'll do an episode of Cribs. I had to get this area here. I bought my neighbor's house. I had to construct a specific area for the Bugatti. Anyway, that's all gonna be lit up and shit, Bugatti logos. Broke boys don't know. Listen, I recently posted a question on Twitter asking, would you rather have sex with a transsexual, which is a legitimate 10, or a woman, which is a legitimate one? And everyone's sitting there clicking woman, 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 because they think they're gonna be gay if they do anything else, but they're not actually thinking about the question. I am so smart. I operate on so many levels higher than the average man. You people are not thinking about the question. When I say a one and a two... You're not thinking about how hot that uh, that tranny uh, actually is. Am I right? Ten. I mean, Megan Fox with a dick. That's the tranny. Or Hulk Hogan with a pussy. That's the girl. This is the question I'm asking. Megan Fox. That doesn't happen, though. <laughs> That's not reality, though. That, that literally never happens or hulk hogan so you're thinking well i don't want to be gay so i'll just uh, click the girl the number no that's right that's right we don't want to be faggots andrew that's absolutely correct you're gonna fuck hulk hogan okay there's a pussy but he's got mustache and muscles and shit he's all hairy big dude six foot five it's pretty gay to me that sounds pretty gay i don't care if it's a pussy that is gay whereas megan fox okay he's got a dick but maybe you can like scoot it out the way i'm still megan fox you know what I'm saying? At least she's small and shit and get your hand around her neck. Mess her up. You ain't messing up Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan's gonna mess you up. So this is the question I'm asking. You need to operate on a higher plane. Think about this. This is important. A consciousness... Get ready for the consciousness explosion here, folks. This is cultural. This affects the world we now live in. 
What is straight? What is gay? It's all a big sliding spectrum, isn't it? You're going to sit and go, oh, no, no, it's gay to bang Megan Fox with a dick. I counter that argument. It's gay to bang Hulk Hogan with a pussy. So which one is it? <clears throat> a woman every time. There's there's no there's no question. Every time you choose the woman, you do not choose the man because that's gay. You don't choose the tranny, right? Uh, it's not hard. This is not rocket science. And they don't look like Megan Fox. They look uh, like this for the most part. Uh, or maybe they look like uh, maybe more like this. Ban criticism of me and participate in my autogynophilia fetish, or I'm going to I'm going to kill myself. <laughs> well, they look like that. Kids know when they're trans. Well, they look like this. That's this is this is the norm. This, there, there is no Megan Fox versions here. This is this is what you get, folks. Uh, and that, folks, is very very gay. Remember Martine Rothblatt? How about that? <clears throat> or maybe this one. Remember this? Gu- <laughs> this old goody. Check this one out. Excuse me, it's ma'am. That's right. It is ma'am. I can call the police if you'd like me to. You need to settle down. You need to settle down and mind your business. Okay? Ma'am. Once again, ma'am. I said both of you. No, you said sir. Once again, it's ma'am. I actually said both of you guys. It was a general. Right beforehand, you fucking said sir. <laughs> It's ma'am. Motherfucker, take it outside. If you want to call me sir again, I will show you a fucking sir. I apologize. Someone sent me the link to this uh, this guy's Instagram. He has something like call me tranny. Something, I forget what it was. <laughs> I need a <laughs> corporate number. Because I'm going to talk, call them and talk about how it's misgendered. Some- That's right. You must, you must, whatever I say, you must obey me and tell me what I tell you to say and how to, how to announce me. If I walk into a store and say, my pronouns are biggest dickus, you must address me by biggest dickus. Uh, that is now the law, folks. I'm sorry for that, ma'am. I will get to that number. Is that okay? Yes. Mrs. Biggest Dickus is in the building, ladies and gentlemen. I'm not cussing. I'm not cussing. Okay. Give me the damn number. Yeah. Please. Ooh. Ma'am. Ma'am, I'm following. Ooh. <laughs> that's, that's what entertains says. <laughs> Ooh. Nice. Oh yeah. I think he went on to uh, to snitch about it too, didn't he? <clears throat> yeah, like he thinks it's a commercial. Oh, I, I got to show this one too. Uh, when your thirty-three cars are confiscated by the authorities, uh, that's right. That's what happened with Andrew. No, he thinks it's like this banned commercial that they showed for I think two days before they uh, took it down for. Uh, Holiday Inn. This is what he thinks uh, uh, trannies uh, or the gender reassignment surgery actually manages to do. No nose, $6,000. Lips, $3,000. New chest, $8,000. Don't tell me. I never forget a face. Don't help me here. It's, uh... It's amazing the changes you can make for a few thousand dollars. Bob? Bob Johnson? Hi, Tom. Imagine what Holiday Inns will look like when we spend a billion Holiday Inn on the way. <laughs> not too shabby. Uh, but, uh, of course, as I said, that's not reality right there. Uh, this is the reality for most uh, for most times. It's, it's ma'am. Uh, it is ma'am. Uh, even cats know. You guys have probably seen this. Even cats know. Uh, how obnoxious the uh, pronoun people are. Hi, my name is Erin. I use she, her pronouns, and I am a... Yes. <laughs> Based kitty cat. Oh. 
Good. Good job. Totally deserve that too. Hi, my name is Erin. Right, one I more time. She, her pronouns, and I am. <laughs> I love it's right after two. <laughs> that has to. That has to have been live. That's why that's so uh, so precious. That little cat right there. All right. Now I do want to. Uh, we're getting to some of the serious business here soon. Uh, but uh, this one, well, this is it's actually an interesting little situation here that happened with the. Um, With a, you know, you flag desecration, right? Let's look at the, let's look at the clip first, and you'll see what I mean. Uh, here we go. Check this out. A community hit by hate when a man leaves tire marks all over a pride flag painted on an intersection. Residents around the area speaking out in disgust. Sevens Daniel Garcia is live in Fort Lauderdale with more on the search for that driver. Danielle, good morning. Good morning, Lorena. That mural right behind me was unveiled just about 20 days ago. Already it's been damaged and covered with skid marks. The community here is saddened, <laughs> as you mentioned, but they are planning to re- What kind of skid marks? <laughs> do it. In fact, the cleanup process has already begun. <clears throat> so, yeah, so hit, what was the term she said again? Hit by hate? <laughs> was that what the term was? Good morning. Good morning, Lorena. That mural right behind me was unveiled just about 20 days ago. Already it's been damaged and covered with skid marks. The community here is saddened, as you mentioned, but they are planning to redo it. In fact, the cleanup process... Ah, okay, sorry, I missed that then. Whatever. Yeah, I think she said the, the <laughs> previous woman, woman there says uh, hit by hate or something like that. Uh, now, this is kind of interesting, right? Because it's like... You know, this is like if you search for the ACLU, says burning the American flag is legal. If Google ads says the Supreme Court rules that burning the American flag is a constitutionally protected form of free speech. And then they talk about the amendments that were made because of this. They have tons of articles about this, by the way. And they even talk about the difference between desecration versus burning and all the... And obviously, again, ACLU is there to back this up. So can you explain to me why all of a sudden it's a witch hunt for a person that does a skid skid mark with their uh, with their tires uh, or making cookies or whatever it's called on uh, on a pride flag do you see how this see what has happened here they, they have this special special extra special <laughs> you know kind of uh, protection essentially right and it's like that shouldn't be this should be no problem whatsoever aclu should come out and say no that's totally legal uh, you can uh, desecrate a flag because there's a constitutional, uh, you know, uh, issue at play here, uh, and it's totally fine. But of course, they won't do that because now you, it's not only by you accepting whether it's gay marriage or pride events, and and, and now it's trans. Now I have to get to the kids, have to give them medic, forcefully give them medication if a child. Uh, feels a little bit off. Let's assume they're pro they're approaching puberty or something like that, teenage years. If they feel a little bit out of place, well, you have all these propagandists in place uh, ready to, like, uh, you know, sink their teeth into them, their claws into them, say, well, you are probably trans. That's why you feel a little bit strange right now. Uh, here, 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 kids, t take these hormone pills or whatever the hell it is. Uh, was it a prostate uh, cancer medication? Lupron, was it? Uh, and then we'll uh, surgically remove your parts and we'll give you a neo-mesh vagina. That's that's totally, that's fine. You have to accept that and celebrate that. And if you, says, if you say anything against that, uh, we'll we'll come after you. And we're going to be hate speech charges and all this crazy stuff. And that's, of course, why, and we'll get to one of the uh, kind of main topics here, partially why, at least, why Michael Knowles, who's with The Daily Wire, talked about this, <clears throat> about transgenderism. 
but it poses a different kind of interesting question about the uh, how they equate now then the left that is transgenderism with transsexuals or transgenders, uh, which of course I I think it's generally correct to be honest, because then you can make you can equate the same thing between whiteness and and white people, right? Uh, so let's uh, here's the here's from some uh, LGBTQ side here, CPAC speaker. Transgenderism must be eradicated from public life. Michael Knowles of the Daily Wire made comments in Saturday's speech. Now let's listen to a couple of how a couple of leftists uh, dealt with this here, and then we'll put this in perspective. Uh, a few of them include the the lines here as well, in case you missed it. Let's uh, check it out. Transgenderism must be eradicated from public life entirely. The whole preposterous ideology at every level. Okay, so that was the speech over the weekend from another pathetic little weenie whose fashion his entire life is a bad impersonation of Ben Shapiro. But anyway, he did have more to say in his genocidal rant. Take a look at this. There can be no middle way in dealing with transgenderism. It is all or nothing. If transgenderism is true, if men really can become women, then it's true for everybody of all ages. If transgenderism is false, as it is, if men really can't become women, as they cannot, then it's false for everybody too. And if it's false, then we should not indulge it. Especially since that indulgence requires taking away the rights and customs of so many people. <clears throat> now check course, this out. Obviously you have to turn reality on its Check out how he interprets this here, because <laughs> you could apply this to uh to to how they've dealt with the issue of like white people and whiteness and stuff like that. Uh makes total sense. The only the only thing I'd add to Michael Knowles, which is like, good, he's turning up the heat a little bit, about damn time, right? But can you can you say the same about anti-whiteness, right? Uh can you can you it feels like the trans thing is a little bit of this like two steps forward, one step back kind of thing. Now, it's it's completely insane. It's preposterous, preposterous. it's disgusting. It's something that has to be uh, pushed back hard in every kind of capacity. As I said, there's a lot of kids that fall victim to this, right? They think this is cool. They want to be this because it's promoted and all these things. But then at the same time, it almost feels like they intentionally have turned up the heat and makes it and made it so insane that once they turn once they turn back the dial, uh, they've turned up the dial two two notches and they'll turn it back one notch and will fall back to normal, uh, you know, kind of like um, uh, like normal LGBT pride issues. Do you know what I mean? And the Daily Wires and and you know uh, uh, Crowder and some of these people. Even Tucker, maybe to certain extent, they're allowed to kind of levy this criticism. They're they're allowed to be in this world it, as they should, of course. But I'm saying, w will they take the step of doing this towards uh, uh, the attack on on white people, people of European descent? I don't think they'll enter into that. This is the this is their wheelhouse. This is what they're kind of good at. I'm glad they're doing this. But as I've said many times before, while we're being replaced, we're having arguments over what a woman is and lowered ourselves to the level of these insane. Uh, leftist and uh, LGBTQ propagandists uh, and uh, butchers and molesters and 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 like having serious conversations with them about this. I'm, so anyway, I'm glad Michael Knowles turned up the heat here a little bit, uh, so he should have cred for that. But anyway, back to the main point. That's just a kind of a side issue, so I don't want to deflect from the main issue here. Uh, this is um, 
What's his name again? I forget what his name is. His, uh, the Damage Report. He's on the TYT, the Young Turks Network. Uh, this guy, let's listen to what he says about this then. Ted, he's calling for, look, let's be real what he's calling for. He's calling for the destruction of millions of people. But what he's going to pretend that he's calling for is just stripping away the rights of millions and millions of people. And that seems bad, especially coming from a small government conservative. So you have to flippity flip it that allowing transgender people to exist as they literally always have in every society in every time that takes away the rights of people for some reason. It makes no sense, but it doesn't need to. This is after all just grift. And we're gonna focus on how obviously purposefully genocidal this is in his <laughs> Weasley little attempts to avoid. See, it's genocidal to call for the end of transgenderism. Uh, thereby, therefore, is it also genocidal to call for the end of whiteness? How do you separate the two? Let's hear. Responsibility for that. Can we just briefly turn to, has anyone in history ever given off? Has anyone in his, <laughs> this guy's great. <laughs> little pathetic minion of a bully energy than that guy. Like he should have to deliver his CPAC speech, like standing behind a larger man and occasionally leaning out to shout an insult and then hiding so he doesn't get punched in the face. All right, he, this gay man, he's uh, he's talking about how much he loves uh, Michael Knowles here. Let's go back uh, past this part. Here, here's he picks it up here again. To say that he's calling for these people to be beaten and killed, we're supposed to pretend that because he's saying transgenderism, which isn't a thing. Transgender people, they're people. It's not a thing. It's not an ism. These are so is whiteness a thing, dude? Human beings. He's pretending that that doesn't exist. So what he's calling for is just them to be shoved in the shadows and have all of their rights stripped away. And that's not supposed to be as horrific. It's not supposed to be as clear a violation of every supposed principle that conservatives are supposed to have. Um, but as, as much as I like pointing that out, I do want to give credit to a friend of the show, Parker Malloy, who says, her, 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 I didn't say eradicate transgender people, I said eradicate transgenderism. And that's the game that he's playing. Let, let me demonstrate how he's playing the game. That's literally the, the way you've been playing the game when it comes to whiteness, you and your leftist ilk. So uh, Rolling Stone did a headline that had a and direct- And I'll show you a couple of examples later. Quote from what he said. Uh, and it was CPAC speaker calls for transgender people to be eradicated. They put eradicated in quotes because that's the quote that he said. And then he replied with this headline is libelous and I demand a retraction. And unfortunately what happened is Rolling Stone actually did the retraction. See, here's the difference. Here's a huge difference. If that was other outlets which don't have this approval, the Ben Shapiro, you know, blue check mark or whatever you want to call it. Or the blue little star next to it, uh, that wouldn't have happened, right? Granted, they have resources. Granted, they do have lawyers and stuff. Is it libelous? Yes, of course. I mean, he didn't. As a technicality, he didn't say that, but they equated to that. But they fold to them. That that is very interesting, and that's a that's a big distinction, right? Of of how these outlets and stuff are like allowed to kind of roam free within their little playpen, right? So, do you see the game that we're gonna play? No, he didn't really mean that. So he sits in his little office or whatever, and he thinks Matt Walsh is getting a lot of bloodthirsty fans <laughs> from calling for people to be killed that are transgender. And I desperately want but to he, be- But he didn't do that though. He didn't say we need to murder these people. Be more popular than him. So 
I think I'll just call to wipe out the entire group. I think that's what I'm going to do. Um, <laughs> seems fine. I don't know any trans people. I don't give a damn about them. I'm not going to expose myself to a single person. I'm not going to try to learn because this isn't about reality. Politics is a game. It's fun. It's a way that I make money. So I'm going to give a speech where I call for this community to be destroyed. And then when people point out that I gave a speech where I called for this community to be destroyed, I'll say, no, I added an ism to the end of it. So you're being dishonest. <clears throat> yeah. So it's exactly the tactic that they've been doing regarding whites. Here's another example. This is uh, the Kyle Kalinsky show. Uh, he has some channel on YouTube, Secular Talk, another leftist uh, uh, AIDS communist. Transgenderism must be eradicated from public life entirely. That is the direct quote. Now, after he said this, a bunch of articles had headlines that said things to the effect of um, Michael Knowles wants to eradicate trans people. So Michael Knowles and his other little Daily Wire sycophants launched a, a, a PR campaign to say this is libelous, this is smearing, um, we'll sue you, you better pull down these articles. And so then the headlines on the articles were changed to just like directly quote him where they said he wants to eradicate transgenderism as opposed to saying he wants to eradicate transgender people. He's trying to draw a distinction to make it sound like, hey man, I'm not going too far. I'm not sounding genocidal. And so his distinction is, so I'm keep not saying- It's a genocide to say that you should eradicate transgenderism. In interesting. And get rid of all trans people. I'm just saying get rid of the transgender ideology. But let me ask you this. If you're trying to get rid of the quote unquote transgender ideology or transgenderism, then isn't it the logical extension of that that you're eliminating trans people? Certainly not. Certainly- <laughs> From now on, right? Because you clearly want to ban the procedure, even for adults, from now on. Mm -hmm. Yes. Right? It should be. Yes. See, it's like it's it's insane. It's a it's an an illness, right? It's a uh, uh, it's a disease. It might not be these people's fault, right? There's a, a lot of different reasons, from propaganda uh, to actual, you know, us being doused in in chemicals and endocrine disruptors and shit like that. Uh, I I actually am of the belief that. There are there's some Swedish studies on this where they have examined brains and different not the brain. I forget if it, how much difference there is between a male and a female in terms of like, I think males have, have bigger brains, right? There's actually physical traits that you can see, I believe, uh, but they've done more like analysis of like the neural networks, right? And there actually are differences. Uh, it might be that it's mostly kind of the same wetware as they call it now, creepy shit, right? But like like the organ is is not that huge difference i think the size difference one of them but otherwise it's it's fairly the same but it's the networks right they're different routes uh, essentially how the synapses have been formed and the connections that it's been making and things like that so there seems to be a difference there and much of that is created in the womb and much of the endocrine disruptors is is where you know uh, a, a young fetus for example is uh, mostly affected by those kinds of things uh, when they're developing in the early stages. So there could be, I'm not saying it's 100% certain, but that's there are, is research that seems to back this up, right? That there are actually like differences between a male and a so-called female uh, brain. Much of that is triggered by hormones. And if we're in our environment, have hormone disruptors, right? Estrogen mimickers, we have endocrine disrupting things. 
it you could make the case that yeah one reason for why we're seeing an increase in this uh, is because we have all this shit in our environment so that could very well be true but that means that there's a, that means that it's a a disease as a consequence of essentially toxins and you think then should that be celebrated should shouldn't we try to solve that issue like it's an actual physical uh you know consequence that that expresses itself as a disease right in our bodies anyway you get the point so i think that that's that very well could be what's going on um but how do you separate the two that's the big question right how do you how do you separate transgenderism from from transgender people it's almost like the argument he's making is like no i don't want to retroactively get rid of trans people so if somebody's already trans okay i guess we can let you live wow so kind <laughs> but from here forward we need to get rid of transgenderism. Well, that's... Okay, Michael, I don't know how to say this to you while being kind. Both of those things are bad and wrong. Both of those things are wrong. And you can tell, look... Why? He really... Motivated. He is giving us insight. And furthermore, he does, he's not saying getting rid of them, but he's saying that the ideology needs to be pushed back, uh, you know, at least step one, back into the closet, outlawed, and say this is uh, horrendous. Uh, it's built on propaganda and disgusting uh, 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 things. You have to mutilate kids for them to be inducted into this new cult of transgenderism, right? Uh, so that should be done away with. Now explain why it's bad to, to want to do away with that. Into the far right mind here. Because what he says at the beginning, like the confusion, is he just doesn't understand trans people. He just doesn't get it at all. So here, I'm going to play it again, and then I'll, I'll tell you why it's so telling. There can be no... Let's go... By that, by that, we we heard that now. That's, I mean, that's just flat out confusion. Like, right? He just doesn't. Un, oh, if, if a if a man can become a woman or a woman can become a man, it's true for everybody. But like, the numbers show that trans people are a very tiny minority of the population. Now, when we let the boot off the neck a little bit, that number is going to go up a little bit, but it's going to be. Like it's it's increasing partially for the reasons I mentioned. Uh, it, it's a sickness and a disease that's on the rise. Like you know, the gay uh, issue. The propaganda is a different thing, right? So you, you people think that so many now they think they're gay or trans or something, and it's cool, right? It's all this other reasons for why the percentages are going up. Uh, but yeah, anyway. Where there was a time when the numbers showed, oh, there are very few gay people. Then the more we became accepting of it as a society, that number ticked up to a certain amount. But even with it ticking uh, up... When you start propagandizing people into thinking it's better, <laughs> yes, then it magically ticked up together with uh, astronomical uh, increases of endocrine disruptors, yes. But still a minority of the population, and it will remain a minority of the population. Same thing with trans people. It could be, what, 0.001% of the population or whatever. Maybe when you let your boot off the neck, it shoots up to 1% or 2%, right? But, like, my point here is, no, being trans is true for some people. And it's clearly something that exists in the world. The, you know, the, civilizations have seemingly always had some people who were like this. It's effectively the idea that see, you're kind see of... How they, uh, see how they try to make the anomaly, like... In a way, I think eventually they'll try to make it the norm, right? But, like, they point to the anomaly and then they say, well, see, that, they, see, oh, well, that, that settles it. That means it's true, <laughs> right? Let's ignore the clear black and the white issue or, like, the, you know, two different polarities and focus on the tiny grayscale in the middle, right? And then, oh, well, that, see, that settles it. Yeah, if you propagandize kids into this and induct them into this cult by 
Among other things, having groomers and teachers that are promoting this to their kids. Yes, you're going to see an increase in this. Believe it or not. But the point is, it's unnatural. Why is it unnatural? It's unnatural because you can't reproduce, right? If you destroy your reproductive system or do things or take medications that disrupts this, it means you will you will be you're taking yourself out of the gene pool. I look they, they, it's, <laughs> that's another issue we get. Okay, well that's so be it then, right? But I'm just saying you, that means your genetics and I, there could be genetic uh, predispositions towards this and these kinds of things. I'm not sure. Uh, again, I think it's quite a bit environmental too. Uh, probably the majority, but you know it could be a little bit of both. Uh, but anyway. That, that means that's unnatural. That's not how nature works, right? The very foundation of nature uh, in the animal world and the human world is that we uh, have different sexual organs, right? Uh, male and female, we reproduce. This is how life continues. If you're outside of that, well, you're a temporary anomaly and then you'll be gone, right? So that's why it's wrong. <laughs> we just look at the natural order and look at what they're doing now. And now we can see they're, trying, they're going against nature and that's why it's not normal and it's wrong born in the wrong body like you know you may be uh you you may be your sex may be male but you effectively have like a female brain and so you want to outwardly express how you feel but he doesn't explain why that how does that happen it, it's just like whoops just a, a wrong design you know and again if there if that happens a hundred times more today than it did you know i don't know 100 years ago 50 years ago maybe even 30 years ago what's the reason in the increase First thing you do as a scientist, you look at what has changed in the environment, right? What are you, you you're falling ill? What are you doing that's different from you, what you were doing before, right? Oh, well, you have propaganda and you have more uh, uh, chemical shit that's leading to like us being disrupted on a hormonal level. Okay, that's probably it then. Well, inside and vice versa. And it's like, there's nothing wrong with that. That I like... Who cares? It's a disease. I care. It's a disease. And it means if, if if you promote this to more and more people, it means humankind, as we know it, will cease existing eventually, if this is what you want, if you create this as a majority norm in society. That's why we should care, because that means the end of life. <laughs> okay, that's why it's wrong. Here, here's enough, enough of that guy. Now, here's one more. This is What's good here about uh, Sam Cedar here from the Majority Report is he, he brings up examples that what if we said this about black people? Or about Jewish people, but he doesn't say white. So that that's the kind of the next step. I want to go with this. Uh, listen to this here. Uh, Daily Wire pundit spews genocidal rant at CPAC is the uh, title of this video. Matt Walsh, who is the poor man's Ben Shapiro. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Michael Knowles was there, like desperately searching around, and he's dressing like a like a full on like like. TV pastor, isn't he? Yeah. This is, I mean, it's like, this is exactly like a TV pastor would dress. Sam, why are you dressing like a Jew? Okay. <laughs> what? What's your point, man? And he <laughs> see, see how le- see how leftists are when it is when it is like uh, appropriate for, for them to diss somebody. Now it's now it's totally fine to attack. I don't give a shit. But I'm just saying now it's totally fine to attack them for their appearance, right? But in other cases, oh my God, if it's a trans person, it's like a, if it's a woman wearing male clothes or vice versa, you're not allowed to make fun of them, you know? But Sam, he can do, he can do whatever the hell he wants because he's right, you see. He's a lefty Jewish guy. He's like a little bit annoyed that Walsh got all the juice for the uh, anti-trans. I don't know if he feels like he was anti-trans before uh, uh, Walsh was. Um, but 
Now, I just want to say this. We're going to play this clip. And uh, Michael Knowles has there said it's defamatory to say that he uh, said or is calling for the eradication of trans people. He is calling it, you know, and uh, he can uh, sue us if he wants to, uh, because um, just because he uses an ism at the end of transgender, uh, the eradication of transgenderism. Just imagine if he said, um, "Here we go." I'm going to get, you know, I call for the eradication of blackism mm -hmm. <laughs> or Judaism. Uh, <clears throat> Or how about white people? Look, I won't. I, I won't even say. Like I, I try. There are plenty of articles where they talk about whiteness, right? We, we we've covered a lot of that. I don't. I couldn't find all of them, right? But there's like I have a couple of examples, right? Oh, whiteness needs to be eradicated, and like for for us to you know uh, uh, b defeat uh, white supremacy, we got to defeat whiteness. You know these kinds of things. Some people say whiteness. But th there's more of just saying white people, right? Wh like white white people needs to go. These people have never raised uh, an eyebrow at people out there who are like activists, uh, teacher, media pundits, politician, right? We need we need less white people. There's too many white people. We need to eradicate white people. We need to get rid of white. None of that. Soon as someone saying transgenderism, they equate it to genocide. <laughs> and they say this guy needs to be stopped because he's going to he's going to lead to like uh, you know another Holocaust essentially if he is allowed to talk like this, without saying anything about white people, right? And of course he goes into that. What if he said blackness? Yeah. What if he said white Sam? What about that? Are you going to address that too? No, of course not, because you're an anti-white piece of shit. That's why. Let's continue. Um, I mean, let, let's just say, well, let's just, the, like, uh, I mean, Judaism is actually probably more, um, you know, sort of like uh, uh, analogous even, right? Like the eradication of Judaism, if he had called for that, would it have been fair to say like he's sort of, I mean... He's calling for the eradic uh, uh, eradication of Jews. No, yeah. just the ideology. Because you can't separate the two. Okay, well, in other cases, I've heard that there's people that con convert to Judaism. No, no, no. It's just a religion. Isn't that interesting? So now we're back to, no, no, no. It's a race Jewish people, which I think it's, you know, more or less correct. correct. Even if you convert or something like that, in many cases, it's not like you're not considered fully that, right? Because it is, uh, you know, an ethnicity, right? It's a, it's a race of people. But isn't that fascinating how, how back and forth that go? And the fact that he was so close, he ventures into it and saying, well, the, the traits associated with a people, be they religious, ideological, or properties that they have that you can see, right? Like descriptions of who they are, these kinds of things. You can't separate that from the actual, the actual thing. So whiteness is obviously going to be associated with people, although it's an invented, you know, lefty term or whatever, but everyone knows what it understands or understands what they mean. Everyone knows what it means. If you start attacking white people and if you start calling for the end of whiteness, it's like, well, then you're calling for the genocide of white people, right? So that's that's their logic here that they're applying on the transgenderism issue. And I think that's I think that is in a way correct, right? Uh, because I, I'd rather take I'd rather take their uh, point here and say, well, see, okay, so this is what you think here. You know, these leftists, right? Kyle Kalinske, Sam Cedar, uh, the the TYT guy, right? Well, that's what you think. Well, now you've painted yourself into a box 
when it comes to whiteness versus white people. Let's continue. Just the ideology of Judaism, well, right? That's but that's the semantic point he's he's. There's another semantic point he's making, which is that he says it is for eradicated from public life, and as uh, as uh, Brandon Friedman points out on Twitter, transgenderism must be eradicated from public life versus transgender people must be eradicated is a meaningless distinction to the historically literate. Nazis very specifically banned excluding German Jews from public life years before the first extermination camp, and like <laughs> that should be like, obvious to anybody. It's always back to that too. Okay, good. Now do whites then, okay? You, we must eradicate whiteness from public life. Let, we need less whiteness in our institutions. And again, as I said, it's not even that. They're just calling for the full-on like extermination of white people, some of them now. this is It's, it's, it's institutionalized. The medical establishment, sorry, you're white. We're not going to give you this medical treatment. We've seen those kinds of examples, right? Have these people raised a, 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 an ounce of worry about any of that? No, of course not, because they're for that. And, and the other point I forgot to mention was when you say what you can get into these def definition, hair splitting issues, well, whiteness doesn't really exist. And they mean people of European descent. Everyone understands that. Everyone knows that. You might not like the term uh, to a certain extent. I can agree with it, but it's just an easy way of like making yourself understood at this point. Might not be perfect, but it's like okay. If you talk about white people, you obviously talk about people of European descent. Okay, buddy, that it took a while for even the Nazis to be like, oh yeah, extermination is the policy, and to mm -hmm. put that into writing. They didn't have that in. <laughs> Isn't that the big dispute? They actually did not have that in writing. Wasn't that one of the now, of course, the discredited historian David Irving actually talked about, right? They desperately have been trying to find like documentation that that was official policy, right? It was some well, Operation Reinhardt was that that's something that surfaced from David Irving's work and stuff like that. Uh, but according to him, that was like an offshoot, pro, like a a smaller thing and not actually official government policy with when the national socialists in germany ran anyway it doesn't matter but you, you <laughs> just i was like it's always like this is nazism and, and my point is okay let's i'll give you that my point it, it's not correct but i'm saying i'll give you that now do white people and and the attacks on whiteness white supremacy white privilege all these things because of course those concepts are inseparable from white people but here he is uh, delivering his um, uh, his attempt at um, increasing his uh, distribution numbers. Maybe it's time for him. Maybe he's renegotiating his contract, too. It's not inconceivable. There can be no middle way in dealing with transgenderism. It is all or nothing. If transgenderism is true, if men really can become women, then it's true for everybody. Of There's no middle ground when it comes to the hatred against white people. If, if it's true that you can get rid of some white people and some attributes associated with white people, it's true everywhere and you have to eradicate. You see how this is going? You can, like, <laughs> you can extend this conversation to, uh, to the bigger issue. All ages. If transgenderism is false, as it is, if men really can't become women, as they cannot, then it's false for everybody, too. And if it's false, then we should not indulge it, especially since that indulgence requires taking away the rights and customs of so many people. If it is positive, now, I just wait a minute. <clears throat> now, just, you know, not without, I don't want to confuse this too much. 
But of course, and I think he actually, that's right. He actually brings this up like, oh, look at Christianity. It's like, that's objectively not true, he says. And therefore we should do away with it. It's, it's one of these, like, you can do a thought experiment here. Okay, so anything, right, that you consider untrue, you have to eradicate from public. Well, I, and I understand the argument there. Like, as soon as once you begin on that route, <laughs> it's kind of, it, actually, it's kind of what they're trying to do with conspiracy theories, right? And, uh, this course or what you're allowed to talk about essentially they're saying well this is not true like factually this is incorrect therefore you can't say this and then they are and the extension is to the argument because it's dangerous right if someone believes this they're gonna go shoot somebody or you know that these are bullshit arguments but I'm, I'm just saying once you go down that route it, it's impossible what I think Michael Knowles should have said is and I agree although I agree with him I'm saying take all of this out as as he actually did say right out of public like the promotion of it the propaganda of it the pushing of this on the kids the way this has been normalized you know all these kinds of things right he's not saying okay if this is a gay person throw him off a building uh, or you know hang them or something like they do in iran you know what i mean he's not saying that but that's how they that's how they view it that will be the logical extension if if they have this as policy to get rid of transgenderism uh, so anyway, let, let's listen to the rest of what he says. Rest of what he says here, uh, and then I'll have a couple of clips and a couple of examples to show regarding how how they've treated this when it comes to whiteness and and the association with white people. Let me make this clear: this guy's a fundamentalist uh, Christian. Uh, so well, now do now do Judaism, then Sam. Now do Islam. You can do any, you can do anything here. How the existence of trans people takes away. The rights and customs, like it's because well, you you have to bow down. Do you you have to address them by their terms and what they say that they are? Unlike objective reality, you have to celebrate this. You're not allowed to criticize them, as we saw with the car in the beginning, and that's why I play that clip. Here's a car desecrating a flag, but the ACLU have been pushing for a long time for making this like a, a legal, right? That yes, you can desecrate a flag. Okay, so what's the difference there? Now, no, now it's a destruction. You see, so if you paint an American flag on the on the ground, someone owns owns that. Is that the? T- <laughs> you see, see what happens here? It's the the thing is, it's always this bullshit, and it's always this hypocrisy double standards it's what whatever issues they consider to be sacred should always be protected and if it's something that they don't care about such as you know killing white people in fact they're they're for that essentially um or they or at least they're just like meh it doesn't really matter let's look the other way for these kinds of things right because if they truly were um honest about this objective they would of course see that the media their media msnbc themselves are pushing these uh, lies about white people, white privilege, white supremacy, the whiteness need to be eradicated, white people is a problem, here's too many white people, but they don't, because they're hypocrites. Or right. I mean, the, I don't know what the customs are that he's talking about, and I certainly don't know what the rights are. 
but I mean, there, that, this is a way to uh, also kind of launder the turfism that was made so popular in the UK, which is that transgenderism is a threat to feminism, which, sum, yeah. which they always... So if you don't want to have a guy walking in, swinging his dick in uh, your uh, daughter's dressing room, then you're a uh, you're a turf, right? I, well, not that you're a feminist, but I'm just saying you have to accept that at every turn. You have to accept uh, the, the reality of these crazy transsexuals over the rights of a young younger girls in a dressing room in a in a bathroom in a restroom or something right nope they can they can do whatever the hell they want to do and how many times have that happened like the oh here's some guy some pervert claims he's a woman and he's uh you know peeking in through the keyhole he's uh, looking at women in the stalls he's uh, or maybe he's an exhibitionist so he likes to pull down his pants and there's a schlong hanging out and he's like i'm a woman there's so many problems <laughs> with this when you get into the weeds and they're denying that they're just pretending that this is not even happening. This is not the case. And none of this uh, is ever going to be an issue, uh, as we're seeing now. Now, the, the whole transgender, transgender ideology uh, is just turning everything into a big farce and a, and, a, and a clown show, a big circus. Always cared about before this. <laughs> With serious consequences, by the way. Just protecting women. And also... If you want to substitute something, you can substitute eradicating uh, Judaism. But if you're talking about things that take away or infringe upon other people's customs and rights, you know, people who work for Hobby Lobby can't get um, uh, contraceptive care. Oh, so you're from there. <laughs> That's a great example. All right. So you, if you work somewhere, you have to have the right to have contraception, which is make sure that you don't get... How is that their responsibility and not yours? These arguments are so dumb and so retarded. I think we've heard enough, but you, 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 get, you get where this is going, right? And so, so as I was trying to find the many, 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 many articles I've read about, we, we have to get rid of whiteness and the eradication of whiteness. It surprised me of how much more there were of just you no know, white pe like white people have to go or white people are the problem white whites are standing in the way it, so you didn't even get the the ness or the ism in this case which their hair spl splitting is about right you don't even get that there it's just a full on call a demonization and an institutionalized hatred directed against white people meaning people of european descent and they don't they don't even flinch Right, because they think this is the right th the right where to go. Here's truth out. It's time for whiteness as usual to end. Okay, well, how do you separate whiteness from white people? And my argument is you can't. How do we overcome the death wish of white supremacy? And then it's all that the the flip flop in the terms all the time. No, no, I'm just talking about whiteness. There's nothing. To, no, there's nothing to do with white people. Oh, I'm just talking about white supremacy. Okay, so white people existing and being good at something is white people excelling, which means it's they're, they're supreme at something, which means we have to end that. Right? White privilege, of course, is, is people getting, uh, white people, people of European descent, getting things they didn't work for that's not deserved. And okay, well, how do, are you going to be the judge of those things? So if I work hard and, and achieve something, well, that you only got that because of white privilege, you see. So another, another thing on their terms has to be taken from you. Or you they, they can just came, come and, and take shit from you, uh, demote you essentially on the things that you've done for yourself and achieved, or even collectively as a people, right? We've, what we've done. You don't, no, you didn't do that. We need to take that away from you to equalize. 
Yeah, I mean, there's many others, right? The dying of whiteness. How the politics of racial resentment is killing America's heartland. The end of whiteness. How many of these articles have we seen, right? White supremacy is never. And the, no, it's white nationalism. Oh no, it's white supremacy. Oh no, it's racism. Oh no, it's just whiteness. So they flip flop and all of it. You know, skip around between all these terms all the time. So here's a couple of, here, a couple of clips. You guys might have seen some of this, but it's it's a good little reminder here, right? Of of some of the things out. Some are some are headline clips, but others are just crazy lunatics talking about how much uh, we need to screw over white people. My concern is uh, is doing away with whiteness. Whiteness is a form of racial oppression. Sure. The suggestion is that it is somehow possible to separate whiteness from oppression, and it is not. There can be no white race without the phenomenon of white supremacy. There you go. See, there it is. If you abolish slavery, you abolish slaveholders. In the same way, if you abolish racial oppression, you do away with whiteness. Treason to whiteness is loyalty to humanity. Your <laughs> views are, are fairly well received in academia. Legi- yes, they're legitimate. Not to say that everyone agrees. Yeah, this is a legitimate idea. But sure. I could not point to any examples where it has provoked political censorship. The whiteness is an identity that rises <laughs> entirely. So he knows. This is a, I mean, this is a, many years ago now. He died, this guy. <laughs> Such a shame. Uh, but uh, no, they, they, they know. They know what uh, whiteness is associated with white people. You do away with white people, you end whiteness. That's it. And no more white supremacy. Out of oppression. Whiteness is not a culture. It's not a religion. It's not a language. It's simply an oppressive social category. Blackness is an identity. See, uh, and here we go. Here's the, no, blackness exists, you see, because that's built out of oppression. But whiteness, that, and it's like, when you say whiteness, you, you're talking about people of European descent. Okay, don't play as a coy, dumb, like a dumbass here and pretend you don't know what this is all about. This this is a genocidal maniac. Do you think Sam Cedar, the Young Turks, Kyle Kalinske, all these people will do clips about this? Oh my God, did you see this guy? He's calling for the genocide of white people because he wants to do away with whiteness. You will never see that. Identity that can be plausibly argued Black studies is the study of a people that has formed itself in resistance to its oppression. The task is to bring this minority together in such a way that it makes it impossible for the legacy of whiteness to continue to reproduce itself. There it is. The task is to bring this minority together in such a way that it makes it impossible for the legacy of whiteness to continue to reproduce itself. There it is. <clears throat> That's the line, right? But I have some more. Just a few, just a couple of samples. You know, you, you search for like the clip database that we have, and it's just we'd sit here for you know five shows straight just to play all the clips of all the hatred out there, of all the vicious, uh, just spewing. Just one little example. We have more, of course, just casually talking about uh, who the problem is, right? Cover it.
because we were distracted by another extremist mm. that was doing bad things in the name of hate. Yeah, and then now another one. And you have all of them in a row. And, you know, we talked, we messaged about this a little bit this weekend. I keep trying to point out to people not to demonize any one group or any one ethnicity. Okay, good, thanks. But we keep thinking that the biggest terror threat is something else. Some, some, some people who are marching, you know, towards the border like it's imminent. And when the last time they did this, a couple hundred people came and they, you know, most of them did get into the country. Most of them tired, you know, got tuckered out before they even made it to the border. Um, so we have to stop demonizing people. And, okay, good. Thanks. And realize the biggest terror threat in this country is white men. Most of them. See, see there, there it is. Right, it's right there. Radicalized right up to the right. So there you go. Thank you. A couple more here. White women as well as a roadmap for undoing white womanhood and the distraction, destructiveness it, it, it causes. Mm -hmm. And I love that, this idea of undoing white womanhood and the destructiveness it causes. Can you um, unpack that a little bit? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think there are so many ways that we who are raised to be white women in this culture, um, have have all these kind of structures built around us that are geared for our comfort, our reassurance, our um, you know feeling safe in society. There's <laughs> another one. I think that white people are committed to being villains in the aggregate, right? The real sort of issue here, and I, you know, I've heard people sort of say it is one. I think that white people viscerally fear. It's not that white people don't know right what they have done they know they fear that there is no other way to be human but the way in which they are human which is to so you know like you talk to white people and whenever you, you really want to have a reckoning about it they say stuff like you know it's just human nature if y'all had all of this power you would have done the same thing right and it's like, no, that's what white humans did. White human beings thought there's a world here and we own it. Prior to them, black and brown people have been sailing across oceans, interacting with each other for centuries without total <laughs> subjugation, domination, and colonialism. Okay, slow down there, lady. But uh, the, the clip I want to play here. Is it uh, 152? Listen to this, what she says now. And that they can't imagine a sort of more expansive notion of the world. The thing I want to say to you is we got to take these motherfuckers out. But there you go. <clears throat> so she's talking about white people all the time. What I'm telling you, what I'm telling you is that we got to take these motherfuckers out. College professor, tell, tell me it's not institutionalized. Here's another headline one.
right, there we go. A little bit of a uh, compilation for you right there. Just to kind of round off the uh, subject here of this topic. Uh, and of course, again, they reacted. It was across the spectrum. It was videos, denouncements. It was, and this is just some of the kind of a, you know, more alt-ish, uh, you know, lefty channels on YouTube. This was across, you know, there was a Rolling Stone. I think it was New York Times articles about this. It was like all over the place, right? Of of one comment, and not a peep from them about all the attacks on not just whiteness but white people. It's quite, quite incredible, right? It was another one. Even today out, uh, LA Times says white drivers polluting air breathed by people of color. <laughs> A new article published by the far left Los Angeles Times accuses white drivers of polluting the air breathed by LA's people of color. The racist liberal drivel cites a study recently released by USC researchers looking into race and vehicular air pollution. There you go. That's the uh, article there. And then they did another one just shortly after the paper twitter page ironically posted an article titled it's time to hit the road just two hours after posting the white drivers are polluting the air breathed by la's people of color peace <clears throat> crazy stuff let me take a couple of these here on odyssey before i before i missed those sorry guys i didn't see that western collapse uh, yeah that was regarding the sound thank you for notice on that maybe next time too too much again on the mic yep thanks guys chalky milk says uh was that the first one? I think this is the first one. Hi, Henrik, executive producer here. Just wanted to thank you for being both late and gay. You you, you got it. Uh, because it's allowed me just enough time to get some laundry done. Wishing you and the fam a hearty henlo. Thank you. Appreciate that. Always good to see our uh, EPs check in. You didn't earn another one from uh, Chalky Milk here. You didn't earn that. You're absolutely right. My ancestors built this for me and for my people. And not you or your people. Your ancestors did not. Simple as that. Yep, that's right. It is. Uh, they will never extend the same uh, to us that they kind of grant to themselves. That's clear. Because uh, it's not about uh, you know fairness and all that stuff. Um, let's do this one then. Let's talk about the uh, SPLC thing. I, I've actually I'm not sure how I am for time here. How long we've been? How long have we been going here? So all the disruptions and break break ups. <clears throat> Let's do this one here. Then we'll see where we're at. Now this is a this is a good one here, right? Because the very institutions and organizations that they always point to to blame white people for everything is is groups like the ADL, uh, the SPLC if you're in the the states. Hope not hate in the UK. Expo in Sweden, right? There's all the there's, there's a group or a, or five or hundred maybe uh, in many of our Western countries that constantly monitor who says the wrong thing. Oh, here is a racist, and uh, we need to shut down their bank accounts and terminate their accounts on social media. These kinds of things. Uh, now it turns out that we have a SPLC person, someone who's was employed by the SPLC. Uh, that is now a actual convicted terrorist, a domestic terrorist. He was one among 23 charged with domestic terrorism after violent night at Atlanta Public Safety Training Center site. This was a construction site that wasn't actually built yet. It was being built. I think it was, what was it referred to as police cop city, I think it was, or, or something to that effect, right? 
staff attorney for the Southern Poverty Law Center, SPLC, was arrested last night, this is a couple of days ago now, uh, on charges of domestic terrorism. Tom Jurgens, right, he even on his LinkedIn had his staff attorney at the Southern Poverty Law Center. And uh, here's the jailing information here. Charges domestic terrorism. <laughs> so now we can, now, now the, the very people that are charging us for being terrorists actually have that domestic, means. shut up, uh, domestic terrorists among their ranks. And it, look, this is not the first issue that, has, that this has happened. There's domestic abuse. Uh, there's pedophile charges. There's even accusations of, uh, you know, and I, look, I don't mean, not say I'm buying this. But it's but it says something when even their non-white employees start complaining at at the other people working there, that presumably whites and I think some are Jewish too, uh, for being racists, <laughs> things like that. Right? You can't make it up. Let's let's watch a couple of these clips here. This one I actually haven't seen. This is a local. Let's see what they uh, say. Violence targeting police at the site of the new public safety training facility. Sunday night, groups shot fireworks and threw Molotov cocktails at officers. As you can clearly see in this video, investigators released. They also set construction equipment, look at that, on fire. Today, we have these mugshots of the nearly two dozen people charged by police. Only two of there these is. suspects are from Georgia. Right in the center Some there. Of them are from as far away as France and Canada. And there were more demonstrations France? today. So that means, see, th this is interesting, right? That means, according to their own logic, that means this is an international, international terrorist organization. And those associated with it need to be put on the terrorist list, right? The terrorist watch list that these people cannot enter into uh, the country. They need to be charged on terrorist charges, all these kinds of things. Will we get something? Probably not. We will probably get zero. When it comes to this, we'll see what happens. I assume that they'll be protected because they're basically a uh, an asset of the state. So watch them more here. Gathered at Atlanta City Hall asking City Council to stop the construction. We have live Team 2 coverage at 5. The latest on those new demonstrations today in a moment. First, though, Channel 2's Michael Seiden is live with what we're learning about the nearly two dozen people charged. Michael. Wendy, I want you to take a look at this. You can still, still see that there is still a visual reminder of all of that chaos and violence that unfolded here last night. You see the burned out bulldozer, uh, just really a frightening scene for those officers involved. Now, tonight, authorities tell me that at least nearly two dozen people are charged with domestic terrorism. Among them, as you mentioned, two people from Georgia, while the rest are from as far as Canada and France. And of course, they don't mention. I don't think they mentioned this one. He's from SPLC. They might, they might, but uh, no. They just the, he was in Georgia. Tom Jurgens, right? He was one of the two from Georgia. They are charged with domestic terrorism. Twenty-three men and women from across the country and around the world. Now, this is like this is like actual, you know, destruction of property. It's attack on law enforcement. All those kinds of things, which they just kind of they just don't get that. Uh, on, on the other side, and, and if they do it, sometimes it's it's sting operations. It's uh, it's gay ops for the most part. I'm not saying it's ne it never happens, but it's very very rare, and it's usually trumped up charges on like, well, these are terror, these are terrorist organizations. We need to shut their bank accounts down. Will these people have their bank accounts shut down? Will they be banned from all the social media platforms out there? When you have an actual violent domestic terrorist, 
Probably not. Tonight of coordinating a violent attack on officers at the future site of the Atlanta Public Safety Training Center in DeKalb County Sunday night. When you throw fi uh, commercial grade fireworks, when you throw Molotov cocktails, large rocks, a uh, number of items at officers, your only intent is to harm. Police say 28-year-old Thomas Jurgens, who works as a staff attorney for the Southern Poverty Ah, uh, okay, they didn't mention. Good, glad. I'm glad I mentioned that. <laughs> this is just, ha ha. <laughs> it's just fucking gold. Center was one of only two <laughs> Georgia residents involved in the chaos. Oh, they're terrorists. Ooh, these white supremacists. Ooh. Yeah, look at your own people now. Bags. The rest are from all over the U.S. We've also learned one of the accused is from Canada and another's from France. This all began Sunday afternoon when surveillance videos showed dozens of only the finest people dressed in all black watch as they hurl large rocks and bricks. Some even tossed Molotov cocktails and shot fireworks at officers who were forced to take cover. Somehow, no one was injured, and law enforcement moved in, making numerous arrests. But a spokesperson for an activist group called Stop Cop City accused police of raiding their music festival. Not far from the site of this training center, <laughs> tensions have been high since a state oh, trooper yeah. shot and killed a protester at the site in January. But the GBI says the protester shot first. When we returned to the scene Monday, we saw state investigators combing the area, snapping photos of the charred debris left behind. Police are standing by, ready for anything, while praying for a peaceful night. All right. Yeah, and what you're not seeing right directly behind us, there is a large police presence. Of course, they are around the clock 24-7. They are securing this area. Of course, as we mentioned, they are preparing for the worst, but they are hoping for a peaceful night. We're live in the Cab Cal. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, it's, what do you call it, cotton gloves, kitty, kitty gloves. What is it called again? It's like, yeah, it's it's fine. It's not, it's not too much of a problem, really. Um Look, when an organization has logos, they have they have an ability to organize on the back end. Uh, they write books about their strategies. As I said, they had flags. They have even of sorts uniforms. Uh, there's groups by name like this. The, the, no, Antifa says it's not org. It's just a, 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 a nebulous cloud of decentralized uh, uh, activity, right? It's like, <laughs> no, it's not. What about Rose City Antifa, right, in Portland, for example? That's a an actual group, right? It's, a, it's tied to international Antifa activities. Will we get something? Will something come out of this, right? Probably not. I don't think that. Yeah, they had a little bit more on the Fox News there, but nah. Uh, some more photos here. Right, Stop Cop City was apparently the uh, hashtag that was going. Uh, here's one of the uh, another screenshot of the absolute finest here and so uh <clears throat> here is the gentleman from the southern poverty law center uh, a convicted domestic terrorist and uh, they of course have spent majority of their time pointing fingers at others isn't that isn't that how it works it's always the same with the groomers or uh, in the uh, latest western warrior we talked about the mayor of college park uh, that was uh, arrested uh, on pedophile charges, right? He was sharing, he had a social media account that was sharing child pornography. He was hailed and celebrated as one of the first LGBT mayors, right? He was a, f a personal friend of Pete Buttplug, you know, these kinds of things. He had visited the White House many, many times. And we went through in the latest Western Warrior, like his Instagram. We looked at many of his posts and stuff. 
And there, of course, he's photographed with like, you know, Nancy Pelosi, as I said, Pete uh, Buttigieg, the Bapla guy. Um, a number of other ones. I don't think it was personal photographs with Biden, but he went to Biden events. Uh, you know, conference of mayors, you know, these kinds of things. There was many others there, too, photographed with him. <clears throat> uh, one of the, I think it's a senator or maybe a congressman from Texas who has been talking about how Texas is going to turn blue because of the demographic changes. I forget his name now, but he photographed with him. Is Are they going to be asked to denounce him, right? If, if, there, was, if there was a politician that was photographed with David Duke, right? You know there been, would have been national media coverage over, like, this person needs to denounce this person. I haven't heard anything about that. See how this works? And he was like signaling over and over on his social media about like, you know, white people bad. And here's, you know, I'm a BLM supporter and look at all the things I'm doing for the trans community. And it's like the more they virtue signal and post about how good they are, the more suspicious you should get in terms of like, well, what are you doing? Why do you have to try to pose as a good person all the time? What do you, what do you have? What do you have in your closet? Right. In this case, it's like, oh, <laughs> Big surprise, it's a it's a pedophile. Couldn't believe it. <clears throat> and the, so the same thing kind of goes with the SPLC of sorts, right? While they're raising money, making make enormous amounts of money on this, same with ADL, they constantly point fingers at, at others, right? Look at what they're, these are bad people. You need to shut them, th- them down. You need to shut their bank accounts down. Whether it's Goldblatt or formerly Moritz Dees with at the SPLC, right? Or Heidi Beggage, or all of these people, right? Look at these Nazis over there. Look at them. And then it's like you have domestic terrorists among your ranks. Uh, you have, uh, <clears throat> you know, d- domestic abusers, right? Ch- uh, ch- uh, sex um, assaults, right? You even have the issue of Morris D's. He had attacked his stepdaughter, right, who was underaged at the time. So you have incest pedophile leaders of the SPLC. We've talked about the stories many times. <clears throat> Michael Edison Hayden, the spokesperson for the SPLC, tweeted out a chant that was used by the domestic terrorists as they carried out an armed ambush attack in Atlanta on March 5th. I asked him if the SPLC supports the use of violence to achieve political aims. He didn't answer the question. The SPLC has previously defended Antifa and posts like its spokesperson suggest, uh, or posts liked rather by its spokesperson. Hayden, Michael Hayden, he's a weird pervert, uh, suggests it was a goal to create a pipeline between the two. Margaret Al Huang, does the SCLP, SPLC support the use of political violence? I guess he's asking uh, again, right? Yeah, stop cop city hashtag. It's from the website designating Antifa as domestic terrorist organization is dangerous and threatens civil liberties. Well, there you go. Look at that. Fascinating. <clears throat> and here's some other screenshots of them basically uh, supporting all these. Uh, activities and stuff like that. Fascinating how that works, right? Antifa groups should be labeled what it is, a hate group, the New York Post Post says. Why not a terrorist group? Why do you have to be so weak on this all the time? Like, okay, sure, label them a hate group. But again, that's not like, supposed hate is not like, that's not breaking the law. Well, now it is because there's hate speech laws and hate crime laws and all these things, right? But I'm saying, the Supreme Court have said, like, hate speech, basically, it doesn't, it doesn't exist. It's, it's a constitutional pro- protected, um, it's protected under free speech, according to the Supreme Court. So it's kind of a non-issue. Well, is, instead, tell people that they're criminals amongst their rank, ranks. 
So they should be not only labeled as that, they should be charged at that, as that. And the o- whole organization needs not only to be audited and, and examined and looked into well, what do they get, how do they get their money, how do they make money, how do they raise money, just like Scott Adams said about the ADL, right? Oh, here's a ghost hunter. He's been paid to find ghosts. They're, they're paid to find hate and hate maps. And look at look at how much hate there is. Give us money, right? It's like the... Uh, you know, the guy who fixes your windows is he's out at night throwing rocks to get more business. It's kind of the same thing. Now, then they have a secondary objective, not just to make money, like some conservatives say. Uh, this is actually to um, demonize an entire uh, group of people, uh, namely white people, and go after them and shut down those who are speaking up against it like, like we have been doing. And say, this is wrong. It's disgusting. It's genocidal. These people are, are, are insane, right? They're, they're going after us and their rhetoric is leading to violence and now violence is encouraged and now violence against us have begun because we're white because of this heightened rhetoric against us. So they should be charged accordingly that they're participatory in that rhetoric. And now you have domestic terrorism charges associated with these groups. So go after them and tell, say, tell people what they are. They're domestic the terrorists. Let me see if, the, if they bring up... Um, yeah, here's the Fox News piece, right? Southern Poverty Law Center, which frequently targets conservatives, reels from harassment intolerance claims. And it's like, yeah, whatever. It's like, that could be trumped up by the people internally, too. But I wouldn't be surprised if it's true, though. That's what's so funny about this, right? Amid a departure of top executives at the Southern Poverty Law Center, a new report details allegations of sexual misconduct and racial discrimination against those very individuals at the progressive nonprofit, which frequently has targeted conservative groups. A report from the New York Times released Monday or on Monday detailed several complaints by both current and former employees that indicated a climate of intolerance in the workplace. Complaints including sexual harassment and lack of diversity based on race and gender. So basically a bunch of white people and Jews and then they go after a bunch of white people, right? In recent years, the center has drawn criticism from Republicans. They're so mild here, Fox News. They've drawn criticism from Republicans and conservatives who accused the SPLC of unfairly labeling people and groups with conservative viewpoints as bigots. They've done a lot more than that. They've they've shut down businesses. They've targeted people financially. This is far worse than just saying someone is a bigot, Fox News. Republican lawmakers have also questioned the working relationship between the SPLC and the FBI, just like the ADL. Here, Jonathan, we th- thank you, the head of the FBI says, uh, Chris, uh, I'm sorry, Hayes was his name, Chris, Christopher Ray. Oh, here, uh, jo- here, uh, Christopher, uh, let us provide you with a list of the people that we don't like so you can target them and go after. And, of course, it's much similar with the uh, SPLC. But anyway, yeah, Morris Dees. Um, he had been uh, uh, touching uh, empl- other female employees and stuff like that. It was others. There was a domestic... Um, a domestic uh, complaint against him, I believe. I think it was Dee's. Did they not even bring that up in this piece? Yeah, it was his stepdaughter. Remember, he had gone after his stepdaughter. Uh, said the most disgusting things and talked about her dildos and like all kinds of... We've, we've covered it in the past. I don't even think they bring it up here. It's almost, almost like they're covering for them here uh, in the Fox News piece. Unbelievable stuff. Incredible. All right. <clears throat> Let's wrap up on the last story here, guys. Uh, I wanted to just briefly bring up the uh, the issue regarding Nord Stream real quick. There was a insane uh, whitewashing piece, blackwashing, whatever you want to call it, uh, 
in the New York Times, of all places, regarding Nord Stream and the attack, the obvious terrorism against uh, the countries that were depending on Nord Stream, like Germany, like many other European countries, right? The headline here was, Intelligence suggests pro-Ukrainian groups sabotaged pipelines, <laughs> U.S. official says. New intelligence reporting amounts to, first, uh, to the first significantly known lead about who was responsible for the attack on the Nord Stream pipelines that carried natural gas from Russia to Europe. A pro-Ukrainian group. Isn't that, uh, isn't that fascinating? Uh, we actually had a statement here by uh, Seymour Hirsch. I guess we can listen to. He found that out as he was on a different uh, show here, uh, who, of course, have done good work on this front. And I'm not saying he needs to be believed at every step of the way. Uh, could he have gotten some details? Sure, I mean, it's possible. But the general gist of it, of course, I think is is largely correct that this was a, it was an inside job. It wasn't Russia doing this. Sweden did a, an investigation, but they haven't said who it is. They've just said that this is evidence of sabotage. It's explosives. They've found uh, remnants of, of the explosives that was used, you know, these kinds of things. But for some reason, they haven't said who's responsible. And the mainstream media ran with this initially, and they said, oh, well, see, it's Russia, Sweden said as much, but no, they, they actually haven't. And I suspect even if they do, it would probably be somewhere like, well, if you want to join NATO, you better, this report that you're working on, you better uh, claim that it was Russia behind it, we're not going to let you in. There, there's all these kinds of uh, foul play on the back end of this, right? But let me play uh, Seymour Hersh here real quick, what he said about this. What? That can't be true. They can't be that stupid. Are they that stupid? Uh, what do I care? I'm going to go look at the New York Times now. Oh, my God. Intelligence suggests Ukrainian... <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Okay. No, I haven't seen it. No, I, I, I can't comment on that stuff. What do I know? I've written a couple of other things about it. I'm going to write something next week again about it. And that's the way I do it. I think he, re he has released a couple of more things. Uh, I, I'd rather... I, I'd rather... I think Seymour Hirsch is more of an honest journalist. Now, I, look, could there be an angle here? You know, it's like ultimately it's about, uh, you know, be, oh, he's, he's, he's anti-American or, you know, he's anti-NATO and therefore he, now he's he's considered dangerous and discredited, right? There was a, these other pieces when his uh, substack came out. The claim by a discredited journalist that the U.S. secretly blew up the Nord Stream pipeline is proving a gift to Putin. It, immediately, as soon as it, and it was this, oh, it's self-published. It was this like, look, oh, he once celebrated journalist Seymour Hirsch made unproven claims that, well, it's it's a, it's a, an anonymous source. That's what you've been running on mainstream media for the last, uh, well, well, the whole Trump thing, obviously, the, all of that was unnamed sources all the time. Every other story. Was some controversy. Oh, this is the one that's going to get Trump to finally go out, go down. You know, he's going to go under because of this. Was some unnamed source that the New York Times had spoken with. As long as you you go along with the leftist uh, and and some regards the anti white line, you're you're a celebrated journalist. You're totally fine. Hirsch won the Pulitzer Prize in the 1970s, so he's been, he's been like kind of a a standard center left guy, I would say, or like cent somewhat centrist, right? Problem is, he's just stood there probably for the most time, right? Times have moved on. Seymour Hirsch didn't, and he didn't realize you can't just go and write independent pieces 
uh, that proves the main narrative wrong. And so now you're discredited, right? Let me see where the self, self-published, where's the, uh, um, I could have sworn I saw it here. The self-published, it, it was, uh, all right, okay, I can't find it now. I could have sworn it was in this, but maybe it was a different, I saw it in multiple uh, sources, by the way, it was this <laughs> constant, it was like this. Well, he's, he self-published it, you see, on, on Substack, and therefore it's not legit, it's not an authoritative source. He just made it up, you know, kind of thing. Uh, I think he's more accurate than all these other liars in the mainstream media is, uh, for sure. And someone said, uh, um, uh, pro-Ukrainian group, you know, there was a, we put this on Telegram, but here is the uh, pro-Ukrainian group behind the Nord Stream attack. <clears throat> it's the U.S. Navy. And uh, they're showing uh, the underwater demolition uh, group here as well. We're not Navy SEALs. We're now identified as a pro-Ukrainian group. So you can change at any at the whim of a hat. You can change to whatever you want at any given time. Now you can identify as something else. So the same thing works here in terms of the language. More hair splitting, right? Well, it's a pro. It was a pro-Ukrainian group, right? They're pro-Ukraine. Well, which group? It could be any group. Then could be could be the military. They're pro-Ukraine. <laughs> uh, anyway, this was brought up by again very very few people have like talked about this report that Tersh released, the article that he released with this uh, unknown source, the anonymous source. But you think that the Europe would be interested in like kind of solving this? This could lead to like mass uh, um, uh, deaths essentially by next winter because of the shortage in energy supply to European countries. We might have people freezing to death next year or the, the year following before the infrastructure has been built out to to take, uh, you know, getting on the LNG party with the, with America. Even like even financially, there is an incentive for America to, to do this, which is just to get, no, you no, don't do Russian oil and gas. Do our LNG, liquefied natural gas. We have plenty. We're building out the infrastructure right now. Get, get aboard with us. Even that alone. The other aspect of, of course, cutting Russia off from the very tiny bit of leverage they had left. But as Hirsch said many times, this is to ensure that European countries side with America. There's nothing Russia can have over them so that they will continue to supply an endless amount of weapons and money to Ukraine so that the West can fight their proxy war against Russia. So one of the few people that brought this up was um, Daly, Claire Daly. She's a uh, another leftist. She's a socialist from uh, Ireland uh, who talked about, you know, again, she thinks Seymour Hersh is great because it, you know, kind of underlines a little bit some of her views and stuff like that. Uh, but she raises a good point. So let's listen to what she said. Since September, the lack of interest in finding answers to who was behind the Nord Stream gas explosion has been, frankly, astounding. This was an act of sabotage, an act of unrivaled va vandalism, economically and environmentally, and not a word, no discussion, no questions. Then along comes Seymour Hirsch, the world's most acclaimed, distinguished, living investigative journalist. Well, he was up until he broke ranks, yeah. He Maybe. produces a detailed claim that the United States executed this explosion. Together with Norway, apparently. With the help of Norway. Oh, yep, so I, beat it by, I beat her to the, uh, the bush. <clears throat> but uh, good, uh, good job for, for bringing this up, at least. Months before the invasion, a Norwegian Navy P-8 surveillance plane dropped a sonar boy on the 26th of September. And we showed you that clip, by the way, I believe, yeah, it was in the Western Warrior Show. We showed you the, the clip of the radar ping uh, of, of this uh, P-8, right, Poseidon. 
and it was even have what's known as an interchangeable uh, like serial number, right? So it's much harder to track it, but you can still see it on radar. Uh, one of the guys doing that basically for a living, he runs a YouTube channel, forget what his monkey works, I think his name is, or something like that. Uh, we, show, we showed you those, and it was like undisputed. It was there on that on the evening and the morning before the explosion happened. It was circling. It, it did a uh, refueling mission over Poland, and then it took off uh, circling the island of Bornholm, which is close to where the pipelines are. And voila! Soon as it scurries out of that picture, just an hour or two later, kaboom, kaboom! You know, <laughs> it's like th that's evident. That's 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 evidence. That's hardcore, like hard evidence radar. Here's the vest. Here's the the plane that was part of this. But they just ignore it. September, which triggered explosions planted by U.S. Navy Panama City divers three months. His hair is great, I agree. Earlier under a NATO exercise and still nothing. I don't know what happened, but I want to know. This is a man who doesn't make claims lightly, a man with contacts. And I find it frankly jaw-dropping that the EU is not asking questions as to who is responsible for sabotaging the livelihoods of our citizens. I am yep. ashamed to That's be right. a European. Yep, I mean, she's right. She's a lefty socialist but she's right <laughs> there's many of those like just normal anti-war leftists left it's incredible how, fa how fast they just disappeared it's incredible so here's another uh, lefty die linke in germany uh she's i think like maybe syrian maybe arab or something like that iranian maybe judging from her name uh who raised this in the german bundestag uh in their uh parliament essentially so this is subtitled but uh at least she's raising it. Look at this. Journalismus-Journalismus-Journalismus-Journalismus-Journalismus-Journalismus-Journalismus-Journalismus-Journalismus-Journalismus-Journalismus-Journalismus-Journalismus-Journalismus-Journalismus-Journalismus-Journalism
Was sind die wirklichen Gründe? Man muss vielleicht nicht gleich annehmen, dass Bundeskanzler Scholz und Außenministerin Baerbock nicht mal alleine zum Bäcker gehen würden, ohne sich vorher die Erlaubnis der US-Administration dafür abgeholt zu haben. Aber für immer mehr Menschen in Deutschland wird es offenbar, für immer mehr Menschen, dass der Verzicht der Bundesregierung auf eine eigenständige und diplomatische Außenpolitik yeah, entering into the serfdom of the U.S., she says at the end. And of course, it's been uh, more nationalistically oriented German politicians that have raised this point as well, that Germany is not a sovereign nation. It hasn't been since the Second World War. There's still an occupied country. There's American military bases there. Of course, the EU, then you have the NATO, the, all these other issues, right? Uh, but no, they're America's bitch, and in the extension, that NATO's bitch. So... They're not going to raise these points. They're not their own country. They need to become their own country once again. And, and it's interesting now, too, because now it's like this. We need Germany. We need Germans again to, you know, build out their military and go fight in a bloody war with Russia. We want to kill some more Europeans, right? None of the adults are sitting down at the table and says, maybe we should de-escalate. Maybe we should try to sort this out and use our words, right, as, as, as big boys and, and, and fix this. No, they, they want a goddamn world war. That's what it feels. That's what it, it's the only logical conclusion you can take from this. They want more Europeans to die. And so there will be an endless supply of weapons to Ukraine. And we, again, referring to the uh, Western Warrior Show, we talked about that. You know how you, uh, Zelensky is saying, like, you are going to have to send your sons and daughters to war now, America. <laughs> it's like the front lines was four hours, I think it was. That was the average for Ukrainian soldiers, like, new, you know, in certain areas, not everywhere, but like there was a new report, right, from one of the, uh, uh, those who monitor these kinds of things. Four hours, and these Ukrainians are being sent into the meat crowd, but, sta but stand with Ukraine, though, right? Fuck Ukrainians, because we stand with Ukraine, the, the proxy country that has become for America and Germany and all these other EU and NATO countries right now. You know what I mean? So check out that uh, episode, it was, it was good, and it put some of those things in perspective. Like that, if you if you're pro Ukrainian, you don't want to give more Ukrainians just weapons and have them go into the meat grinder and die, right? Uh, but no one is having that discussion, of course. It just no, no, it's fine. Let's just escalate as much as we can. Let's put tanks on the borders of Poland, towards Belarus. Let's just arm them more with all these kinds of systems, and uh, l let's not talk about what's happening in the eastern regions of Ukraine and whether or not uh, well, what has happened there since 2000. Well, is longer than that, but at least 2014, right? Completely, that's the narrative in the media, completely unprovoked, Russia went in. <laughs> it's sickening, the lies, right? Are they in the right? No, not on every issue. But in this case, it's like it's clear that the Ukrainian men, not the European countries, being used uh, in another goddamn proxy war. No, instead, instead of, uh, of standing up on their, uh, on their feet... Uh, the Germans are wanting to once again de declare independence, become their own voice and say, you know what, we actually, we want to have a good, we want to be on good terms with Russia. We like the, the aspect of having uh, uh, cheap, uh, readily available energy and be on good terms with, with Russia uh, as opposed with uh, Zog America or, you know, whatever. No, instead they're, they're focusing on putting uh, crickets in their ice cream. That's the, <laughs> that's the extent of it. If you're in Germany, you're going to get Cricket, cricket flavored ice cream scoops. I have two scoops. Ah, it's sick. All right. Anyway, guys, thank you for joining us today. We appreciate you. We're going to wrap up right there.
very rocky show today because of the technical issues. So I appreciate your um, patience and your support. Regardless, uh, it's been, I think, somewhat fun. Uh, but if it would have been smooth, it would have been even funner. Is that the term? <laughs> anyway, thank you, guys. We appreciate you. Uh, please support our work if you like what we do. See if I need a I need a technical hand around here, someone who can help me produce the show, um, someone who can actually do live productions with me here in studio, and someone who can actually uh, help me check some of the tech right beforehand. We can do better, and with your help, we definitely can. We want to have someone who can help us with bookings as well, some of the admin stuff on the back end, so we can actually produce more, uh, do more interviews, do more clips and th things like this. Uh, so head on over to RedEyesMembers.com. You can also sign up at odyssey.com forward slash at Red Ice TV. Uh, you can also sign up at Subscribestar or an alternative is donorbox.org slash Red Ice. Unless you sign up at redicemembers.com, always send us an email, redice at protomail.com. Let us know that you signed up and what username you have on the member's website, and we'll get your account activated on our back end there. Also, thanks to our executive producers today. We appreciate all of you guys. T. Lothrop Stoddard. V. Miller, Resin Revolt, Good Luck Lap, Jake, Red Pill Rundown, Chalky Milk, shout out to you in the chat. Thank you for tuning uh, or stopping by, rather, I'm tuning in today. French 47, Mark Smith, No One Jeebs, President Ubunga, Fetch Me If You Can, Mongoose, William Fox, Angry White Soccer Mom, The Second Wanderer, Operation Werewolf, The Ride Never Ends, Francis Parker Yaki, Dillbob, Level 104 Light, Last Place Simp, and Joseph Hart. I think actually we have uh, we have a couple of new additions too. Damn it, is this the old one? We'll bring you in for Friday, guys. Sorry, Mr. Walker six nine six. You want some Leroy Dumond, Snark Pup, Eyes Open, Mr. Lemry, and Yuri New. <clears throat> yeah, that was because of the technical issues. That's right. I didn't bring in the latest one, but anyway, we have two more there actually to add to those lists as well. So thank you, guys. We'll uh, bring you in for tomorrow. I forgot to import the new clip. That's why. But anyway, thank you, guys. Uh, we appreciate all of you. Can't do this without you. And um, and a producer or executive producer tier uh, is extremely beneficial to our ability to expand and actually get more people aboard because that's how I, that's what it comes down to at the end of the day. We need money so we can hire more people so we can produce more and do it better. So that's uh, really up to you. So if you have some resources you want to put our way, definitely consider getting one of those two tiers. You can do it at Odyssey. You can do it at Subscribestar. But you can also do it at RedEyesMembers.com right now. And you can do it at DonorBox.org slash RedEyes as well so thank you guys we uh, appreciate all of you we'll be back uh, with more tomorrow more stories more things to cover again we're uh, eyeing to uh, getting back into the routine of doing a lot more interviews as well so that's something we want to do uh, as usual of course our executive producers uh, we always reach out to you guys we want to have um, input from you guys whether it's topics or if you have guest suggestions or things like that uh, definitely uh, let us know what you want to see more of here at red ice and we uh, of course always listen uh, to our executive producers. Thank you, guys. We appreciate you. All right. Good stuff. We'll be back with more soon. Take care, everybody. Thank you for stopping by. Have a great rest of your evening or uh, morning, maybe, if you're down under. We'll see you guys tomorrow for Flashback Friday, 6 p.m. Eastern, midnight Central European time. Take care, everybody. It's great to be white. Take care. Thank you for watching. Go to RedIceMembers.com and sign up for our exclusive members content. Don't miss our latest shows, interviews, and other videos only for subscribers. You can also become a member by signing up at Subscribestar.com forward slash RedEyes. Get full access and help support our work. See you on the other side.